Hey, this is Coach Cimarroni for Blood Time. Um, we want to uh, really thank the people at Anchor and encourage you if you are starting your own podcast or currently using uh, another platform in your podcast to uh, try Anchor. Anchor is a terrific platform. We're very, very pleased with their performance and their technology as well as uh, their support. So uh, give it a try. Anchor is a great, great uh, technology and platform, and we're pleased that uh, they are uh, one of our great uh, partners at Blood Time. Thanks for listening, and uh, continue to support us as we will support you with great stories. Thank you. Blood Time, the podcast that speaks to the bond, the emotion between coach and athlete at the interscholastic and intercollegiate level. Each interview, each segment will reveal that bond and what was learned, how they were transformed, and what each athlete took to the world at large from that transformation. These stories will warm your heart and astound you all together. Submitted for your approval, now it is blood time. Hey guys, I want to thank our newest sponsor, Affinity Whole Health, and the owner, Brian Zide. He uh, started this company to get you feeling like you were in your prime. You can reach this company at feelgreatcleveland.com, uh, founded obviously by a former wrestler athlete and his partner, who's also a former wrestler and athlete. The whole goal for this is to get you feeling like you're in, in your prime, but also uh, helps you with muscle definition and strength increased libido, increased energy and drive, increased mental acuity, obviously increases your confidence if you get all those, and increases recovery time from workouts. If, uh, if you like all those things and you want all those things, check them out at feelgreatcleveland.com. Thank you again, Brian Zide and Affinity Whole Health. Hey everyone, this is Maverick Peters over at MV Podcasting. Just wanted to let you guys know this episode of Blood Time is brought to you by Chad Bronstein and the amazing people at Philo. Check them out today at www.hellofilo.com. That's H-E-L-L-O-F-Y-L-L-O.com. This is Blood Times. Coach Cimarroni here, and I want to thank uh, my guest of last episode. The reason that I do this. Uh, my first guy ever, Michael Goldberg, my blood. Um, one of the most uh, wonderful guys I've ever been around and a long and lifetime friend. Having said that, we have a very special guest in studio today, head of um, head coach of our Division One program here at Cleveland State University, Josh Moore. Welcome, Josh. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's so good to have you. Uh, we've now got the triple play. We've had Sonny Marchetti in, we've yeah. had Mark Haywald, and now we've got you. So we've got Division One, Two, II, and Three, and uh, different, definitely a different mentality at Division One. More of sort of like a job, a little bit. You know, I rest. I had for a cup of coffee. I wrestled Division One, and and uh, it wasn't really a true. Division one program at the University of Dayton, but it was considered Division one. And I know that when I grad, when I left there and went to John Carroll, my grades went way up <laughs> because yeah, more, more it's so intense. Yeah, it's so yeah. intense. So, exactly. but uh, welcome and and welcome to the to the position. You you're now second or third year there. 
Uh, this will be my second year, second starting year. my second year. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your history and your high school. I know that you're a Pennsylvania guy. We won't hold that against you, but yeah. God bless you. <laughs> and uh, you wrestled for a pretty pretty great university as well. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about so, yourself. So uh, going way back, uh, actually when I started wrestling, uh, I was seven years old. Okay. And we had moved to New Jersey. Uh, growing up in Pennsylvania all of our life, we right. moved to New Jersey. Uh, my brother and I were walking through the hallways one day, and we found a flyer to sign up for the wrestling team. And, okay. And you've uh, got a twin brother. We've got a twin brother. Right. Yeah, What's he, his name? He's the uh, Scott. Mm-hmm. He's the head coach at Lock Haven. Nice university, and they're doing a you know really great job right. with this small uh, program in PA, yep. using all their resources. And um, that's Kerry really, Colatz. Uh, was yeah, he a national we'll, champ there at one time? Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he started at Penn State and right. ended up over at Lock Haven, sure. um, like a few other guys, but mm-hmm. um, doing doing a great job just training guys, mm-hmm. developing talent, and you know, putting a small school like Lock Haven on the map. So it's it so impressive. seven years old. That's what, now we have two head coaches out of that little flyer. Yep, isn't that yeah. something? So worked worked out pretty crazy. I mean, oh. just remember going to practice and I, just doing spin drills. You know, yeah. and I. I I don't know if people still do the spin drill or not, but it's uh, still yeah, one of the best. It's, it's old school. Moves, we can yeah. do it. Absolutely. Pushing the head down and sure. spinning around and getting right. your two. And, That's right. You know, when, Does when the elite you... program do that, Maverick? Absolutely. All, All right. right. I love it. All right. <laughs> I, guess, I guess New Jersey wrestling wasn't too bad. Right on. Uh, but shortly after that, we actually moved back to PA. Okay. And stuck with the sport. Went to the YMCA. Sure. Had some really great coaches. Um, that kind well, of took blood us. time, that's what this is about. Yeah. How do those coaches affect you, Josh? I mean, uh, unbelievable ways. I mean, we had sure. uh, six, seven, eight coaches okay. uh, back then. We had 80, 90 kids on the team. It was amazing the support we had for right. that youth program. In, that, in Pennsylvania? In or Pennsylvania, or, right. yep. Okay. Yeah, yep. Franklin, Pennsylvania, YMCA. Right. Um, but some, some great coaches, and, you know, I don't really remember a whole lot of the technique and what we did as far as wrestling, but just the type of people they were yeah. and the support that they gave, um, not only my brother and I, but a lot of, a ton of kids on the team. And they right. kind of acted like, you know, our, our second fathers and our, um, they just helped us learn about life and yeah. learn about working hard and sure. being disciplined and yeah. um, probably dealt with a lot of, you know, as youth wrestlers or sometimes fun to deal with a little bit crazy (laughs) so give them credit for handling that many youth kids and that's right i'm sure they had a big impact the true definition of rascal exactly (laughs) absolutely exactly yeah you know it's interesting um but they also probably made it a lot of fun for you too yeah and this is what you know has been the vein now right with the greatest of the great kale sanderson he's making it fun yeah you know so it's kind of interesting how we sort of circle back to things that are really foundational Correct. Yeah. Well, it's it's fun. It's fun when you're winning. I I can see how those Penn State guys (laughs) have some fun, and uh, you know, been been there as Mm -hmm. far as being able to 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 enjoy the sport that you work so hard at. You're a Nittany Lion, right? Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So so you were there at at youth, and then uh, then you obviously were matriculated into junior and high high school. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about the, the the coaches there, and was there anybody that was special? That really, um, really bonded with again. We had some great coaches. Our junior high coach, uh, Tom Cochran, uh-huh. um, I think did a lot for us and and again taught us a lot about discipline, right? Um, I think it was a time the junior high is when you start really, I think, understanding what you're doing and why you're doing it and having sure. a coach be able to explain that and teach you 
um, the benefits of the sport because at a young age, you just, you know, your parents drop you off and you're there running around and mm-hmm. you're listening to some coaches and doing some stuff, but you uh-huh. really, truly probably don't really think about what you're doing. You just, you just do it. Right. Um, but junior high, I think it's maybe the first time that you start thinking about, well, this is something I like doing. This is something I don't like doing. Right. You know, think about the, the, you know, the moves and the techniques, but, um, yeah, so a guy named, uh, Tom Cochran, coach Cochran, his son wrestled sure. uh, with us as well. Okay. So we were, we were cool. good friends with his son and we used to, mm-hmm. you know, go work out together and, uh, do all kinds of stuff. You know, and, and as a high school coach, I think one of the things that, uh, really people don't realize is how important that middle school coach is mm-hmm. because they're really the glue between the youth program and getting a kid into the high school situation. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, they're sort of an afterthought, and I, I, I'm so encouraged to hear that you had a different experience, that yeah. he was a good guy. Yeah. You know, and he really Absolutely. was somebody that engendered, you know, a desire for you to, to continue. So yeah. so as you did continue into high school, tell me a little bit about your high school experience and, you know, a coach that you may have bonded with there. Yeah, we had a, we had a few good coaches. Uh, Scott Ziegler was our head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken Cochran was one of our assistant coaches, and then a um, few other guys that were around quite a bit but yeah same type of thing I mean coming out of coming out of junior high my twin brother and I were were both pretty good you know yeah. uh to be honest he always won the the JO state tournament which is like the junior high state tournament and okay uh, I think I took second and third and fourth and for some reason I just you know never could never excel on the you know when it mattered the most and he was always found a way to make it happen gotcha. but we were both you know Pretty pretty good junior high wrestlers, I guess, sure. back then, and we didn't really maybe realize how good we were. But right. going to high school, <clears throat> the, the funny story was we were both one hundred three pounders. Okay, you know, the old weight classes. So I weighed one hundred five, yeah. he weighed about ninety five, ninety seven. Okay, and we had to battle each other. That had to be time. awful. Yeah. <laughs> that had to be awful. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, I mean, I, as much as you see Venus and, and Serena love each mm-hmm. other, but you know, Venus is like pissed off oh. that she's losing, man. Yeah, you know, because yeah. she's a competitor, and yeah. Venus is just—I mean, Serena's just better. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Diana. Well, I think uh, you mentioned that. That's what mm-hmm. probably makes them both so good. No question. And, and that's what my brother and I talk about all the time—is just that competition within, right. between each other. And although we we love each other, yep. there are certain times where we hate each other. Sure. But as long as it comes back to you know that we're brothers and we're we're supporting yeah. each other and sure. and I mean that's uh, at the end what happened was you know I beat him out that year. He had yeah. to move up a weight class, but yeah, he wrestled some bigger kids and and learned differently how yeah. to wrestle bigger kids and probably made him a little bit tougher. Sure. And then the next year, you know, we both got in a lineup and then kind of worked that way out through the whole year. Nice. Uh, or all all of our career and. You know, continue to push each other and just uh, challenge each other. Well, you know, it's compete. interesting. That's an interesting dynamic. Now, looking at a coach's eyes, okay, so take yourself out of it and look at a coach's eyes. How did your head coach handle that? Because, you know, that's an emotional yeah. uh, trial to, to uh, referee that challenge match. I don't know. We, I like to tease them and, sure. you know, and, and kind of, you know, I thought I was always pinning them, but our head coach would never call him pinned. Okay. I still tease him to this day. <laughs> So, yeah, gotcha. I mean, he handled it well. I think he was just excited to have two, you know, good wrestlers on his team. Sure, um, sure. And two guys that were, you know, making it to the, the state championships and getting on the podium and, and bringing uh, recognition to yeah. the program he was coaching. So he was right. he was proud of us, and he was, um, you know, put a lot of extra time in 
with us, you right. know, compared to compared to some of the other guys in the team. And we spent more time together because of, you know, right. making it to the the uh, Pennsylvania State Championships and sure. the drive sure. down to Hershey and hotel yeah. and everything in yeah. between. It was um, some pretty cool moments for us. Yeah, it's a, that's the bond, right? You know, and so you get to know your head coach as a human, mm-hmm. right? And that humanity that comes through to me is really where the special sauce is. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about, you know, I, you know, one of the things that we like to really get in blood time is that nugget. You know, what, what did that coach or that coaching staff or that coaching experience, um, you know, in Franklin resonate for you? And then how are you taking that now to the Cleveland State Vikings? That's a good question. I mean, I think sure. the biggest thing is just um, believing in us and supporting us and um, working with us, you know, I think there's some, obviously some, some tough times sure. year to year and just, uh, always being there to answer questions and support what we were doing and to, to sure. guide us, um, down the right path instead of, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, uh, kind of avoiding us. I mean, I think coaches go out of their way, good coaches go out of the way yeah. to make sure kids are doing the right things and, um, kids are understand the expectations and when they get out of line they're there to say hey this is you know it's not how we handle it let's get back on path and let's uh reach our goals together yeah and i think that's the biggest thing with our high school coaches which is they were there for us they cared about us and we knew that okay. and as a wrestler and what i believe in is if a wrestler respects you and they believe that you're have the best interest for them they're going to go out and they're going to compete as hard as they possibly can um, for you and and hopefully for themselves as well yeah i think it's i think it's a a definitely a a duality of of purpose right Mm -hmm. it's for yourself but also not to disappoint and to to really to to meet the expectations you know and i and i also look at coaching is like a rudder Mm -hmm. keeping everybody on track yeah to that point of light, as long as the light's not a train coming at you, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I like to hear that. That's a really good good thought process. And, you know, we talked before you came in uh, about, um, and I want to get to the, the Cleveland State Vikings team, and I want to talk a little bit about what we're looking at both this year and in the future. Okay. But before we do that, <clears throat> I watched a really interesting documentary recently called The Greatest, and they interviewed guys like uh, Gretzky mm-hmm. and Jerry Rice, and uh, Pele, mm-hmm. and they, they showed uh, old clips of Muhammad Ali, and uh, they did Jordan's uh, acceptance speech into the Hall of Fame where he was pointing out his coach, saying, how dare you bench me, man, aren't yeah. you, aren't you sad? You know? yeah. It was interesting how the, this dynamic, but the thing that rang true to me was Gretzky's comment about specialization, and he thinks that the specialization, we really lose the creativity and we lose the... The, the actual joy in playing other sports and bringing other sports creativity, uh, skill sets, and right. as you spoke to me about uh, meeting other people and le- learning other philosophies. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to turn that over to you. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what you think about that right now as as a vein that's running through all of our, you yeah. know, all of our sports. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't have a strong opinion either way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we talked about before, right? I think playing multiple sports um, or maybe if it's not sports it's being involved in multiple organizations or clubs depends on what you're what you're with um is 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 great i mean it's kids can learn a lot from different 
different teammates, different club members, different coaches of those different sports. Mm -hmm. And one main thing is the more people you're around, the more you can, the more different people, the more you can learn from each one of those people. And pick up little things, right? Exactly. Little philosophical pieces, maybe mm -hmm. little techniques, strategies, those types of yeah, things. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think maybe that's part of the problem is people think about the speci specialization and they, they, they are worried that kids aren't going to be as well-rounded yeah. if they stick with one. Well, you know, sport. think about, like, Gretzky basically changed the game of hockey by playing behind the net. And mm -hmm. the reason he did that because he wasn't the strongest, wasn't the fastest, wasn't the, the toughest. Yeah. But he had to figure out a way to use a barrier, yeah. you know, to, to get to where he was. But he really had, the, and that's why they called him the ghost, right? He yeah. really had the ability to, to yeah. figure that out and yeah. use that strategy. Yeah. And I did that as a wrestler because I knew I wasn't the, the best physically gifted. Mm -hmm. I had to figure it out. Yeah. And I figured out that I could be a great counter wrestler. Yeah make people miss yeah you know i, I mean? agree so yeah. isn't that isn't that something, something now, to be said about you know that. now i was nowhere near the greatest <laughs> yeah. very mediocre at best but but having said that i like that and so let's talk let, let, let's you know bring it full circle to currently what you're what you're experiencing at the division one level at cleveland state and in, in the home of the vikings yeah tell me a little bit about the team the makeup of the team and some of the people that you're looking at to maybe do some things this year at the yeah um, as far as the Cleveland State Vikings, uh, it's my second year as a head coach. Right. Um, we have a, a a lot of guys returning. I think we have 15 guys that have wrestled in the conference tournament. That's a big returning. Number. So I mean, obviously the 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 10 from last year. We have a couple of red shirts coming off. Okay. Um, and and a couple other guys that maybe were starters year before that weren't last year. So we have we have much more experienced wrestlers this year, which mm -hmm. is. And D one wrestling experience is is key. If you don't have the experience of getting out there, mm -hmm. competing as many times as some somebody else, then you're you know you're going to be missing out. Right. So that's that's important to us. We have along with those experienced wrestlers, we have a great group of freshmen. Oh wow! Um, awesome. Some of Ohio's best, and um, you know, state champ Logan Heil. Oh yeah. Uh, another state champ, DeAndre Nassar, who is just. I don't know um, him. He's a Where's D3 he state champ from Bluffton. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, sure. Great program. Uh, Russell, he's going to wrestle 174 pounds, probably nice. redshirt, but he's, you know, squatting 500 pounds. And he's uh, he's just very raw, but you can see just the true potential gotcha. in that guy. So I think the biggest part is for us as coaches is we'll be using those experienced wrestlers to wrestle a lot this year and, and put a good product out on the mat. So there's going to be some challenge matches. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and that's uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, yeah. one thing that I think this program has been lacking, even um, when I was there as an assistant coach, and sure. um, was just depth and competition yeah. in each weight class. And when you can get two guys or three guys that are yeah. very competitive, guys not only in our room but you mm -hmm. could see them making it to the national tournament you get those guys at the same weight class there's going to be some some fireworks and yeah. somebody's going to come out it's some pretty scraps, good some and, scrapes man yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's, that's one scraps. thing we're really focused on building is just getting some competitive weight classes and having multiple guys being ready to compete at any time that is that is really great news because mm -hmm. i'll tell you i grew up with Cleveland State being always perennially in the top ten, you yeah. know, in in the country, and those, you know, and John Carroll was a powerhouse growing up, um, and I was fortunate enough to coach there back in the early '80s when mm -hmm. they still had that that firepower. Yeah, um, and and it was interesting because you know, obviously Cleveland State always beat John Carroll. I think maybe John Carroll tied it one time or I don't know something, 
maybe, but <laughs> but it was great to always have two, you know, D one and D three powers, yeah. and you had all yeah. these great names, you know, yeah. from high school going and staying home and wrestling for either the Vikings or or for the Blue Streaks. Yeah. And having said that, you know, it it's a little it was it was it's been kind of depressing to see what's happened there and now I'm, yeah. I'm you know I'm encouraged to hear this and yeah. it's it's great to see that you know because you need that you yeah. need competition to build a, a championship team yeah. to push each other correct right? yeah you know? i mean even if you look at the best teams in the country yeah you know you, you can well, only can, send look, look at the look at the 97 from Penn State right yeah. he didn't even make the lineup last year right mm-hmm. i mean and he just he shot he and he took his he took his chance and he shined right yeah, yeah so yeah it's, it's it's pretty amazing but so i mean that's the that's for us just adding depth but also a strong point for us is really recruiting um ohio and specifically northeast ohio yeah. wrestlers and get them to stay home and, and to buy into what we're what we're doing and what we're selling great and it's been easier and easier um for us to do that never easy but easier mm-hmm. as far as recruiting with all the great things that are going on in downtown Cleveland. Yes. Which I'm sure um, anybody that's been down there and works down there, you know, can um, agree just a a great transformation of Well, my assistant coach lives down there. Okay. He's a 25-year-old kid. Yeah, Notre Dame college graduate. And Heinen's has got a a grocery store down there. Yeah. I think there's a couple. That's the key. Yeah. You grocery stores downtown, you've got you've got some doing all right. Yeah, you do good things there. And you also have a great, I heard you also have a great uh, coaching staff too, Correct. assistant coaching staff. Uh, yep. Actually, uh, um, uh, kind of a storied Walsh Jesuit guy. Yep. Uh, Clint Musser, right? He's yep. over there. Yeah, we. Um, so my first year, I got hired. We mm-hmm. had one full-time assistant coach, and okay. I hired um, a, a local kid. Well, he was coaching at Buffalo back then, but he grew up in this area and had a lot of connections. Okay. Um, guy named Boomer Fetchko. Yeah. Um, so oh, didn't he uh, wrestle? Did he wrestle for? No, he didn't wrestle for Cleveland State, but. He wrestled. Mm. I, the name is so familiar. Yeah, he wrestled at Finley and oh, um, Brunswick okay. High School. Brunswick. Year. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So okay. um, he was uh, came in and, and got to work and helped a lot with recruiting and getting things organized. And then okay. uh, this past summer, I was blessed enough to add another full time assistant coach, which awesome. for us is important because Cleveland State's never really had two full time paid coaches. So right, um, timing worked out that we were able to add uh, Clint Musser to our staff. And again, a, a legend in Ohio, three-time state champ. I think, yep, was a finalist his freshman year, maybe. But yeah, Walsh you know, Jesuit. That's yeah. back back those story programs. Oh my God, the, yeah. that those teams they had with Joe Heskett and Sonny Marchetti and, Sonny, yeah. and uh, yeah. Marcus Malika and some of those other cats were unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it, it was crazy. And that, and you look at how those guys got so good, and it's just the 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 guys around them and the workout partners. Yep. Um, really help them guys develop. Um, but yeah, Clint and I, I mean, obviously he went to Penn State, graduated a few years before okay. I got there, but always had, um, you know, a lot of respect for him and, and uh, his training methods and just his mentality, sure. his toughness. Um, and now, you know, that he's been coaching for a while, just his different coaching philosophies right. and just uh, some of the some of the things he's learned over the years from a lot of coaches that he's been with and a lot of kids that he's worked with. So, yeah. adding him to the staff this year was was great. Um, he's getting right in the room, working with our guys. You know, very personable person, um, easy to listen to, easy sure. to respect. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, he's not afraid to yep. 
you know, yeah. give, give you the business. Exactly. So, well, could, it's, it's really important too that, you know, the message meets the experience. So if you're recruiting and you're doing a great job recruiting, you better have a great experience and great yeah. technique and great coaching yep. once they're in that room. And so that seems like it's a, it's a really good, really good flow right now. Right. And yeah, cool. no, exactly. I mean, if you're, we're recruiting some of the best kids in the country. That's um, awesome. And, you know, some of the best kids in Ohio. Sure. And a lot of these kids will, you know, believe it or not, look up and say, hey, what are the, what are the coaches at Cleveland State done? How, how are oh, they? Yeah. Were they successful yep. as wrestlers? Were they successful as coaches? What have they done? And, right. you know, when they look at that and they see the credentials of, uh, you know, our staff, I think these kids believe in what we're doing. Yep. And then they come on campus and we, you know, basically show them, talk to, talk to them about our vision and show them where we're headed. That's cool. And it's, um, like I said, it's getting easier. It's not it's never easy to recruit right. the best kids, but it's right. getting easier with, with, uh, with having some, a great staff sure. and us all working together and, That's and, and awesome. building this thing together. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about some of the guys that you're looking to do some good things with. I know yeah. that you mentioned your 141 pounders back yep. off of redshirt, I believe. Yep, Evan Cheek redshirted yep. last year. He was a conference champ uh, under the in the EWL. Now you are you still in that? Uh, so we in we're in the MAC now. Okay. We joined the MAC. That's awesome. Uh, we have a 15 team only in conference. wrestling, though, right? Just in wrestling. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Okay. So we're in the MAC or we're in the MAC West. So we're nice. wrestling Kent, Ohio University, Buffalo, Missouri, okay. all those teams, which is a big change for us. Sure. And we believe it's a good change to get more media exposure. Yes, you you um, will definitely get more media exposure. I mean, yeah. you're wrestling Mizzou. Come on, yeah, you know it, I mean? it's, it's, it's gonna be a fun one. No question. So that's that's a big that's big. But uh, yeah, Evan Cheek, uh, like I said, he was a, a conference champ. He okay. beat the kid from Clarion who made it to the round of twelve last year. Gotcha. He actually pinned him in the finals of the, of the conference. So nice. Um, he's beaten Kyle Shook, who was an All American last oh, yeah. year for Lock Haven. Yeah. Um, and, and a few people forgot about him because he redshirted last year, but that's. Right. You know, it's it's cool to think of him as an underdog when you know he was beating guys that have become all Americans. But Absolutely. you know, in wrestling, it's it's one of those things where it's you know it's the next best guy gets the exposure, no and until you're back in there proving that you're one of the best, people yep. forget about you. But right. he, uh, it's a very honest sport. We like to say it is. It's a very, and, and, it's he cannot hide, and yep. and, and the facts are right there. Yep. <laughs> you know exactly. You so know? I mean, he's he's uh, he's working hard, but we have a, a bunch of other guys too. I mean, we have. Um, our returning starter last year, Nico Ador at 157s okay. back, local kid from Elyria. Yep. Um, our returning starter at 165s back, and he's going to be challenged by uh, a transfer that originally was from Northeast Ohio. Okay. Um, our 197 pounder was a true freshman last year, and and won close to 20 matches, and is back this year. He's from North Canton. Fantastic. Um, so just some good local kids. Yeah, I like that. It's seven county area. Yeah, I like that. That's a, and, that's a, and, the DMA. Yeah, we're, we're excited. I mean, we got in a, a bunch of other kids. You know, with our with our young freshman uh, class, we had uh, a group of kids. We're you know possibly looking. It's a to big red, freshman red class, shirt. isn't it? We have six true freshmen. That's really cool. And then yeah. two transfers oh, coming wow. in, so we have eight wow. new wrestlers on the team, which that's is a big number. Yeah, it's about right. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want to get too many, right. um, too many young kids, but I think. Anywhere between five and seven every year. I wish I had eight freshmen in the Shrine Falls. I, I think I got two. Uh, <laughs> keep working. Yeah, I know. Believe me, it's it's a you know it's a slugfest. Yeah, <laughs> it's a grind Absolutely. as they like to say. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, right. It's, it's a, a it's a grind. It is a grind. Absolutely. 
but we have to make it fun. Yeah. Well, that sounds like th this is everything headed in the right direction. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, so, do you have any events that are coming up that we could talk about to let let the, let the audience know that you know there's some opportunities to have some fun down yeah. in Cleveland? State oh, absolutely. To, yeah. I mean, that's one thing we're looking to do is is invite the community, invite local high schools, invite the youth programs. Mm -hmm. We want those guys on our campus in our gym awesome. and just to experience college wrestling sure you know and and to see that it is it's you know it can happen and we want these kids to kind of strive to want to wrestle in college and, and yeah. continue their careers and if it's at cleveland state great if if not it hopefully it's at one of the other local colleges sure. that, that uh, have wrestling but so next friday is our home opener we're okay. doing a, a round yeah. robin format which so we have three teams on two mats um, it's a little bit crazy. All the teams are wrestling together, um, but there'll be there'll be three rounds and there's ten duels, uh, ten bouts per mm -hmm. round split okay. up over two mats. So it'll it'll all be on paper with the bouts and stuff, so the fans and everybody will be able to pay attention. Uh, but it's pretty fast paced. Uh, Sounds match. like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be a little craziness. Yeah. Yeah, but like uh, to add into that, while we're wrestling uh, John Carroll and, and Case Western, so nice. we uh, we respect. You know them competing against the D1 team. Absolutely. And, and the way I look it's at not, it is, it's not easy. <laughs> it's D3, no, it's, yeah. it's not easy. But yeah. the way I look at it is, they, you know, those guys are college wrestlers just like yes, our guys, are. and they have yes, just they a, as good of a shot to, to wrestle and, and beat us as we do them. Yeah. And it's and we we you know like I said respect them for, wrestling us, and we look sure. forward to the challenge. Awesome. And uh, I think you know I, th I think our guys will respond well and are excited about. Just competing, you know. Well, I'll tell you, it's, it sounds like a great program. We're gonna get. I'm gonna do my best to get my Shrimp Falls team yeah, down there. Depending if they have a football game or not, they may have one. I don't know if it's the last game or not, but I'll check with the yeah, schedule. It could be. But having said that, you know, I'm really encouraged what I hear, and also that the program is in existence because a mm -hmm. few years ago, uh, they had a problem with that, right. and uh, that broke my heart. Mm -hmm. And the wrestling community and the business community rallied to save that program. Mm -hmm. And now we got it. I yeah. believe it's on f very strong footing. Am I yeah. right or am I wrong? I agree. Yep. Okay, we're, cool. we're back. We're, uh, we've been back for a few years now, but sure. just uh, more support than ever. And I'll have to give a shout out to our administration. Uh, we have a new athletic director. Excellent. A new, a new Excellent. deputy AD, two Excellent. new deputy ADs, and some great people that are on campus now. Please mention their names. Uh, our athletic director is Scott Garrett. Nice. He's been there, oh man, six months, seven months. Okay. I think he was here late spring. Well, Scott, um, we love wrestling, so yeah. you don't touch that. Yeah. He, he did mention that he wrestled in middle school. Okay. I, I didn't right, fact whatever. check that, but <laughs> check that out. And then um, another guy, Tyler Jones, okay. is our deputy AD. He was, he's been at Ohio State as um, something in marketing and fan development, fan experience for the last okay. five years, so he understands wrestling i've had some conversations with him about you know what it takes to build a uh, a really awesome. good program and the support that it needs and he's been uh, on board and very helpful and um, definitely is interested in changing some of the things that are happening and supporting Excellent. us along the way well we need you we yes. need cleveland state wrestling to be great and i'd love to see you back in the top 10 as soon as possible. Yeah, I agree. I know I you agree. do. <laughs> uh, and I can see it in your eyes, Josh. So um, I want to wrap this up, and I want to thank you very much for being here. So if you want to leave the audience with one thing, if you could, that your coach has brought to you, that you now bring to the world, tell us what that is. Yeah, I think the biggest thing we talked about earlier is, like, yeah. 
a coach's job is to get a kid and their student athlete to truly believe in themselves and and just be able to wake up every day and believe that they're going to be able to accomplish what they want to accomplish with the people that are around them and someone that's able to build confidence and get a kid to believe in himself is probably the best coach in the world right on that is a beautiful way to end this segment and this uh this episode josh i want to thank you best of luck to the cleveland state Vikings this year uh and uh thank your ad and your assistant ad for uh supporting this program because cleveland needs it needs you and needs the vikings to do well yes i agree and thanks for having me i appreciate it absolutely Absolutely. Thanks for your welcome anytime. We are blood. This is Coach Cimarroni. Thanks for listening. I want to leave you with this thought of the day. Move more and eat less. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains. We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.